Grand Rising. Um, whatever time of the day right now, it is December the 16th, 2021. Happy birthday, Tijuana. I'm sitting here thinking about um, a whole lot of things. The clouds are going to the north as I look out the window. I'm looking out the window in the eastward directions, but I'm watching the clouds go north. Um... When you add up the day's numbers, you get 15, which equals 6, giving birth to something. So it's funny that those numbers will add up to 6, being pregnant or giving birth. 6 looks like a pregnant woman. You're pregnant with something. Um, Today, my cousin was born um, back in 1978. I can remember my grandmother died in 76. So I figured it out, me and my auntie, that me and her talk. And that lets me know why it was necessary. To regardless to what everybody might have said about certain people, I still gravitated to them people. Because we had work to do. We might have we had times where... We didn't even talk because we couldn't come together and agree to disagree. But we still had work to do, so we never let that just completely knock us out. Where I'm not never talking to this person again. You know, we never got to that point. But I can remember when my um, I was pregnant. She got pregnant early in age. And um, this morning I had to get up and watch something it took me to youtube a lot of time it takes me on the internet so and when i say it i mean it that guides me you call it whatever you want to you call it god god is the source whatever the universe i call it it at times i call it somebody something whatever nobody just go with me so i was led to youtube i watched when bud had First, I had to look up about the scarab. And the scarab took me to um, a descendant of Mayat. Kiefer. Kiefer. Anyway, it was a beetle. It was about renewal. When I used to see the, the scarab, I always, it always bugged me. And most time when I seen the scarab in my readings in the beginning, it would be in like a love a, 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 a love relationship a romantic relationship an intimate sexual relationship and I would see this bug and it would bug me and would always remind me of in a human humanly sense you got the bug and whenever I would do the reading I would somebody would have been in uh, crossed over but it would be something about it that bugged me in it and it would be sexual a couple of times people had the HIV or, or AIDS virus well this morning I was led to look up because I woke up with this bug on my mind and I was because something was bugging me or I was supposed to get more information that took me to this the staff 
uh, scepter. And like um, it took me to that. It looked like it had an animal shaped head and it had a forked ending. Uh, well, then that took me to think about when I would when I was a kid and um, my uncles would barbecue or my family would barbecue and to rake the coals, they always had this long piece of iron. And um, I can remember one time they had one that looked like a, a fork. It just looked like a garden tool, but it was longer. It didn't have a wooden handle. And they would use that. And I felt like, okay, so this thing makes you command over something, makes you a uh, dominion over something. So that's what it was, dominion. So you would be in control of this fire when they would be barbecuing. But I kept going. And um, I listened to the thing I did about Bud when he had passed and he was coming to me. But I didn't know. It was 2018, so I didn't know how this works. And that's why you have to study. So after Bud said his thing... And this is on my YouTube, Cassie Darwin, the Queen Mother, High Chief High Priestess, came on. Good morning. And it says, Kwanzaa 2016 Celebration. Self-Determination African Naming Ceremony Officiated by Queen Mother Osundara Nefertiti L. That's the Queen Mother. She is the chief high priestess. I always say that because that's what I'm led to say. And I had a reading back by her years ago. A couple years back. 2019 or 18, one of them. But um, she's explaining about the naming. So I want to play a little bit of that. But I also want to talk about um, a renewal because the scarab is about rebirth and renewal. But even in that, there is going to be a death. It can be a death of the way you think, the way you do things. It could be a physical death. And 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 then that's why I was led to Bud. But then the Queen Mother wanted to explain some stuff to me. And because... Um, I feel like because I honored her in life and I cherished her enough to give her her flowers while she's here, she know that there is some that still listen to her and that can hear her. And I feel as if though I'm one of them. I feel as if though I'm one of them because I encountered her before I knew her. She, I feel like she called me to her. And um, when I asked her why did she have to go, she said because... Um, in order for uh, someone else to come forward, someone has to die. The The throne has to be uh, passed down. And um, it's some other stuff she's teaching me about with these numbers and stuff. So this is what she's saying right here. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. And then I'm going to get back to my message. But she wants to be heard because she needs y'all to understand on the, we are in the land of the living. I mean, we are in the land of the dead that is living. We are dead. We are dead. Until we cross over, we are dead. 
And that's why we work with messengers that don't have a body because we have a body. But to be enlightened, you have to be in, in involved. I hear people say the Queen Mother only talked about herself a lot. She talked about herself. She told she loved talking about herself. If your mission is only to know yourself, who else is she supposed to be talking about? Other people are players. Uh, if you want to know about somebody, then you study that somebody. But honestly, you're supposed to be studying thyself. So she talked about what she was an expert at herself. I talk about what I'm becoming an expert at myself. I need you to talk about what you're going to become an expert at yourself. So let me play this from the Queen Mother. This is the Queen Mother wanting to give you information this morning on December the 16th, 2021, equal in number 16, 15, dropping it down to the number six. This is what she want to give birth to today in you. And remember, it's a Kwanzaa celebration. So this happened in December 2016. Self-determination. And due to the fact that you come from different areas, it means that uh, many of you were named after other family members. You may have been named after your great-grandmother or your uncles or someone in that family. Or many times you had what was called a nickname. And that nickname was generally given to you by someone in that community, or a relative, or someone who knew you well. For a long time, I didn't even know my cousin that they called Pookie. I didn't know his real name. But the whole community called him Pookie. I was named when I was a baby by my grandmother. And my grandma named me Nani at a, a very young age, when I was first born, she called me Nani, even though that was not the name that was on the paper. But usually when I hear that name, I knew that it was someone that was close to me in my family or in my community when they would call me Nani. But uh, quite interesting, I was in Ghana, and I heard someone say, Tay, and I turned around to look, and I asked one of the elders that was with me, whose name is Tay? And someone came walking up to me and said, my name is Tay. I said, oh, this is so interesting because my auntie gave my junior brother the name Tay when he was young. You hear different names in your community, but it's sometimes given to you by someone who is an elder in that community or a family member. But nevertheless, your names are very important because they dwell energy, power, and spirit. In many different areas of Africa, I say different areas of Africa because we celebrate Kwanzaa and the Igusi Saba, which are the seven principles. And those seven principles came from different areas of different countries. And sometimes when you're in different areas of Africa, particularly I would say because you have some of our extended family members that are here tonight, that are guests that are here from Nigeria, and we like to acknowledge Nigeria. In Nigeria itself, you have a 
And what this means is that if you hear certain names like Yoruba, Igbo, Hausa, the Three Rivers, or different areas, when you hear certain names, you know that that is a Yoruba name, that is a Hausa name or Igbo name according to how that name is pronounced. When I'm in um, Ghana, I have the name Nana Afua. And when you hear the name Nana Afua, you say, well, automatically, when you hear the name Afua, it means that person was born on a Friday. So according to the area that you're in, you may hear someone say, Nana Afri, Nana Afua. Nana Afi, but it all depends. The name Nana, it means chief, it means queen mother, it means grandmother, it means grandfather. So tonight, we're going to receive some different names from um, our sister who is going to give some of the youth a different name, even though we know, like in my situation, I was named at different times. I was given a different name. When I was in Nigeria, in Oshobo, the queen mother that was there, it took seven days before the elders gave me my name, Oshundara. It is a title as well as a name. You don't always get your name all at one time. You have to earn your name. You have to earn it. The same way you have to earn your name and the elders decided what my name was. I didn't just go and say, oh, I'm Ocean Dollar. No, I had to first prove to the elders who I was and then they made the decision. They argued among themselves within that seven days on what the name should be. So finally, Mama said, Oshundara, Oshundara, and the drummers baked my name up in Oshobo. They played it on the drums, and all the elders stopped because when the elders speak, don't nobody talk. So when Mama said the name, everyone just got quiet, and they just listened out of respect. So you don't go crazy like some of you may when the elders talk, keep on running your mouth and keep on talking. Everyone has a place and you have to respect your elders. So when your elders talk to you, you have to be responsible to listen to all your elders when they talk to you. So when you get your name tonight, whatever name that has been chosen for you, you have to honor that name with respect because that name tells many things about you. I was also named by Mother Wisdom, who was 108, and Mother Wisdom named me Charity, according to the deeds that I do in the community. So, we're going to move forward. I could really go on and on and on, telling you about the character of names, the importance of names, Sometimes you are named according to the, the time in which you are born. If you are born in the morning, or if you are born in the evening, if you are born during a rainy season, during Hamatan, or do 
a season when it's dry. According to how you are coming in the family. If you are the firstborn, the secondborn, which everywhere you come in that family. Many people in different areas of Africa and those traditional ones that are on this side of the water too, they can tell who you are just by listening to your name. They know where you come from. They know who are your parents. They know who you are. So we're going to um, move forward um, with those that are going to be named, who have received their names. Uh, would they please come forward? Okay, so I just wanted to play that. So that was her message for today on um, December the 16th, 2021. Equaling 15. Reduced down to number six. So um, getting back to where I was at. I was talking to my aunt. And she was, because she was young, I said, okay, T.T., let's go back to 1978. 1978 is December the 15th. And she said, okay. And I celebrated that day because of my energy. I said, it's December the 15th. That's why I say you have to ask your people and get the story. Because oral, our, our story is told orally. So she told me, um, she told me that, uh, she was pregnant and granddad used to have her doing all kind of stuff still. So it was Friday, it was a Friday and she had, she was going to go, she was going to get out of school cause she was still in high school. She was going to start going to school, uh, like have a tutor and uh, the tutor would come to her. Or she would talk to the tutor on the phone. Well, this particular day, she went to school. She didn't have a baby till after midnight. So Friday was uh, the 15th. Saturday was the 16th. She had the baby after midnight. Um, she said that she, she had went to sleep. <laughs> And, of course, she's going to be able to tell the story better than me. But she said she had went to sleep, and she woke up. She was in the bed with my aunt. That, my aunt, that's me and her, is the same age. She born in January. I'm born in May. And she said, Sally, you didn't wet the bed. And Sally said, no. She looked at, no. So by this time, my, my granddaddy had remarried. And said, no, um, it ain't me. So she said she got up, and I can see this is just as clear, because I can see the room. I didn't slept in the room. That, that's why it's important for your kids to know their grandkids, their grandparents, and know know where you come from, so that when you tell the story, they get a visual picture. I can see everything she was telling me, and I was laughing. But a laugh is a tale that you're telling the truth. So um, she said. She went up, got up and went and stood in the kitchen door. And the kitchen had two openings. They had an opening that when you come through the front door, you can go straight into the kitchen, past the living room, walk through the living room. Or you could be in the den and walk into the kitchen. So she, I, I figured 
she walked in the kitchen from the den and she said she said granddaddy was did she say granddaddy was cooking or granddaddy was putting some clothes in the washing machine whatever granddaddy was doing my granddaddy was doing her daddy and she said daddy i'm wet and he just stopped doing what he was doing and said this child watered and broke and then my uncle got up and my uncle said, okay, I'm driving. My granddaddy said, no, the hell you right. <laughs> I started cracking up because I know that's what my granddaddy said. <laughs> and he said he was driving. So they got in the car. So it was my granddad driving, my auntie in the middle, and my uncle the, the twin. Remember, my grandmother had twins. One of the twins, the twins that lived. The twin that lived. He was in the car. And um, he was, uh, and then, because was he in high school? Was he out of school? He was out of school in 76 when my grandma died. So he was like probably 18, 19, something like that. I don't know. Um, and my uncle in the back, this is a couple years older than me. So um, they was driving. My auntie said my granddaddy was driving like five miles an hour. <laughs> and he kept saying, you all right, Connie? And she said, she ain't feel nothing. But then when they got to my my great aunt, my grandmother's sister house, Aunt Lucille, when they got to her house because they was going to, to the doctor's office in the Covington, they started hitting her. And she said she laid her head on the uh, shoulder of my granddaddy. And he said, you all right? And she said, daddy, it's hurting now. <laughs> but he never started going any faster. So when they got to the doctor's office, the doctor, when she laid on the table, the doctor said, take her straight to the hospital. So they went to Covington Hospital. And she said she was thirsty. And she said, of course, she tells the story better. And she said, she said, daddy, daddy, I'm thirsty. But my granddaddy, he can't handle a lot, you know. When you when you when you start crying and all that stuff, my granddaddy it, it bothered his nerves. He couldn't handle it. It was too much. And um, told him she was thirsty and and can she get some water? And he said, Yeah, you can get some water. And told the nurse to give her some water. And nurse said she can't have no water. And my granddaddy said, No, no, I can't take this. She she can't have no water. She gotta have something. So he said she can't have no water. She can't have some ice chips. So they gave her some ice chips. My <laughs> my auntie said she told them ice chips up. So then um, she couldn't take it no more. She was sliding down the wall. She she said you all right? No, daddy, no, I ain't all right. I gotta sit down. I gotta do something. So they told her she couldn't sit down because the baby was right there in the canal. <laughs> And she say, Daddy, I can't take it. I need to sit down. My granddaddy say, kill it if you want to. And went and got the biggest wheelchair and told her to sit her ass down. <laughs> so she sat out. So when the nurse came back, they was like, oh, my God, who sat her down? And my granddaddy said, I did. I couldn't take it. Kill it if she want to. So we know it didn't kill it because my aunt, my cousin is born. My cousin is here. My cousin is 30-something years old, I think, or whatever it is. However old she is, 40, I don't know right now. Yeah, 40-something. Um, Sat down. She ended up having the baby. The baby was fine. 
I just remember this part. They say they should call one person, and that's my Aunt Dean. That's my auntie that um, I tell y'all I love, the Ohio players, the one that had leukemia. Um, only two children out of 14 has went to the other side. And I didn't know the twin because he was born before me, but I've always heard stories, so they always kept him alive through stories. And um, we always thought his name was Lufus, but it's Luthus on his birth certificate. But people make mistakes because my grandmother always said his name was Lufus. So I will give both names. I will honor both names, but I will go honor what I heard with my ears the most. So, um, she had the baby. I can remember my mama getting a call and I can hear my mama saying, cause you can hear my granddad. My granddad had a loud voice. You can hear him on the phone. Um, he called mama. Now mama, now Connie say he called Dean, but I remember my mama talking to my granddaddy. Connie didn't had the baby. Yeah, she didn't had it. And my little cousin's name was Tight. I can remember my granddaddy said she was Tight. So I always wanted to see this little baby. We seen a picture, I think. I can't remember if I seen a picture of her before. I seen her physically. I think I seen her physically because I think my big daddy uh, passed a couple months after she was born. Because I remember going to the funeral. So I think my big daddy passed in 79. Like January or something like that. I have to look at the obituaries. That's why obituaries is important. And it's important that if it's wrong information in the obituary to correct it. Because this is their last rites and you want to correct it. Or you want to continue to tell the story so the story is told with the imperfections. But I say correct them. If you even have to take an obituary and write it right. Or take a... uh, to the Bible that it is put in and make sure that someone is keeping correct documentation. But in telling the story, always tell the story the mistake. Always tell the mistake so that you know that it has been corrected orally. Okay, so my cousin had the baby. It's her birthday today. Um, uh, The queen mother wants to give a gift about naming. Okay, so my aunt said that my granddaddy wanted to name the baby after my grandma. My grandmama's name was Ruth. So she wanted he wanted to name the baby Ruthie Mae. And Connie was like she just couldn't do it, so she named her Tijuana. Yeah, people call her Tijuana, but my mama called her Tijuana. And that is her name, Tijuana. So, um, what else did I want to talk about? Um, symbols. Know the symbols. That's why the unk in the in the in the fork and the the, the 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 specter came in today. It's because it wants you to in the the, the um, scarab. It wants you to know the symbols because even if you can't, because now coming up with the change in the guards, you're going to see a lot of symbology, a whole lot of ancient symbology. And they're going to come and people are going to tell you it, it is tied to the cult. Um, it's tied to different cults and it may be, but remember it's tied to occult information. 
hidden information, secret information, which means you have to go and find the true meaning of it. Just like you have to find the true meaning of self. I know the nicknames that I was given. I believe the first nickname that I was given was Cochise. I was little. I believe they gave me that first name first. Kelvin gave me Cochise. Now, I don't know. I have many nicknames within my family, but Cochise, which led me to look at who was Cochise and what did he do. And I understand me giving that name. I was a warrior. It didn't matter. I still am a warrior. It doesn't matter. I don't fight like I used to. And I'm sure at one point, Cochise didn't fight like he used to. You become wiser and you learn how to fight. You learn how to fight. Um... Some keep telling me to tell y'all to look to the north. Look to the north. Um, Some weather information with the north, headed north. I don't know if you're listening to the news and they're talking about north winds, um, high winds north or what. But I'm watching these clouds and um, uh, open your mouth and speak your truth. Uh... Clouds uh, just seen a, a face ride past, I mean, flow past, and, and, and it, it looked like the lips are expressing a message. So um, open your mouth and tell your truth. Uh, if you can't eat it, don't eat it. Just because we got to quit putting our. Okay, perfect example. My niece doesn't eat beef and pork and stuff like that she eats chicken and fish mainly so the baby that she had the baby eats chicken the baby eats chicken well one day because the baby hadn't ate and they had made steak she gonna make the baby eat the steak she gonna make the baby eat the steak the baby ate the steak the baby woke up the next day sick as hell sick the baby don't eat steak the baby is a chicken and fish and turkey eater only been here three years and all of a sudden, now you're going to make the baby eat the steak because of power. I'm in charge of you. The baby trying to tell you, I don't eat steak. I don't eat hamburgers. I eat chicken nuggets. I eat chicken. I eat chicken. Listen to y'all kids. That's a message for me, too. Listen to your kids. Um, understand. Who can name you and who can't name you. But before you allow someone to name you, understand the meaning of the name that they're giving you. It's like um, Cochise. It's like when I had Grant, the lady from Senegal, named him Mohammed. Mohammed. She she gave him that name. Um, and, I, and I respect her for that. Because she was teaching me things that I didn't know. Because I, I, I don't know about African tradition, traditional religion. I don't know what it is to, and that's why I feel like I was introduced to Emma Teen, so that I could get a different side of things. Because just listening to people telling me what it's supposed to be is not the truth always, and it's hard to receive. So. The spirit of the divine will line you up with what you need and who you need. And be able to get a part of Africa. And then when I'm around Maureen and her husband, 
and going to celebrations with my sister, I get another little piece because you can't say one person can give you all of Africa. Just like one American gave you all of America. And it's like when I went to Korea and they were saying, well, do you know such and such? They're from Chicago. Do you know how big Chicago is? I left there when I was a baby. Well, they are from Detroit. Do you know how Detroit, big Detroit is? And I ain't saying that I might not know someone they know, but I don't know everybody. Like my grandmama say, I don't know all black folks with big lips. I ain't kidding to everybody with big lips. That's what she say. Because they say, well, you got some thick lips. You you remind me of such and such as you some kin to she said, I ain't kin to everybody with big lips. <laughs> I don't know. I just give my message in the morning. The sun is completely up here where I am. Uh no, not completely. The clouds. It's over in the distance. It's in the eastern sky, but it's kind of uh, southeastern or east, so, southeast, the way it's coming up. But the way that this wind is blowing, and um, I say I shade to my trees. I have seven trees that have identified themselves to symbolize. It's all about symbology, y'all. To symbolize the Orishas. Because the first Orishas to introduce themselves to me were the the um, seven African powers. So when I look out my window, I see these different spirits. So this morning, who I see, who I see doing the most is Ogun, and the tree Ogun is doing the most. Everybody else is kind of still. Shango a little bit, but Ogun is doing the most. Ogun is the tree, and I and I see um, Ogun always lets me see that I'm deeply that he is or she is because it feels as though Ogun shows me a masculine and a feminine energy within itself. When I pay attention to this tree, I don't know if that's the mother's energy within him or, or just knowing yourself. You have to know both sides of you. That's what this Gemini full moon, um, that's how it speaks to me. It speaks to me. Be full of the knowledge of self. Know both sides of you. Don't run away from what you think is bad. Know both sides of you. Know the good you and the bad you. Know both sides of you. Get ready, because um, this is it, y'all. 2021 is coming to an end. Start wrapping up the changes that you said you were going to make. Um, start planning. You know, it's time you can get you a reading. So let, let's see what's going to happen in the next 12 months. So that would be a good idea. Uh, do your 30-minute reading. We can look at your 12 months. Uh, you can do your six-card reading and look at six months out. Um, you can do whatever you want to do. 
it's just a conversation. People be so surprised when they sit with me or when they have a phone call with me. And they say, this don't feel like no reading. What do a reading feel like? Well, this just feel like we talking. Well, that's all the reading can be do. We can do is talk. We have to communicate. You want me to do sign language or you want me to do something so fantastical? If you give me a second, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to surprise you. I always surprise myself. Why wouldn't I surprise you? Uh, Because I'm going to know some things that I don't even know why I know them, but I do know them. Or I have an answer. I don't know them because they always tell me you don't know nothing. I don't know them. I'm giving information to give to you. That's a come I have to write stuff down because if I don't, I'll forget what I told you. And, and, and it's good to write stuff down because then when I go back and you say no, I know what I wrote down. Not saying that I can't write a mistake because I see sometimes the doctor writes something totally different than what I said. And he had the dates wrong and I go back and clarify them. That's why you have to go back over things. So this is what I just got. I see a bunch of clouds. Some clouds are standing still. Don't get caught up. The clouds that are standing still, that's their job to stand still. The other clouds that are going to the north, that's their job to go that way. It's telling me to tell you, stand where you're supposed to stand. Just because you see others going in a different direction don't mean that you're supposed to follow. Don't be a follower if you're a leader. But even in being a leader, know when you are to be led. Right now, these clouds are standing still because they are supposed to. They are following instructions. I am doing this uh, podcast because I'm supposed to. I'm being obedient and following instructions. And even if I don't have a lot to talk about, some of the things that I'm talking about may be for you and some may not be for you. So what is for you, you take, and what is not for you, don't mess with it. It's for someone else. Trust me, it's for somebody. Or it's for everybody and anybody. And it comes from nobody. So this is Cassie D. I have an ongoing special. Two cards, four cards, six cards. Two direct questions. Um, 30 minute, an hour. 30 minute, 45 minute, and an hour reading. You can do the best and get the 90 minute reading, which you're going to get a copy of your natal chart. I'm going to do a reading per your natal chart. No, I'm not going to teach you your natal chart, but I am going to go over it. And see the things that are important or what the divine would have you to know. Because sometimes we think we want to know this or we desire the answer to this. But I'm going to give you what you need to know. So again, this is Cassie Darwin, C-A-S-S-I-E-D-U-R-W-I-N. It is 12-16-2005, reduced down to 15, and that is a 6. Happy birthday, Tijuana. Two-piece.